0: To help others get to know Jesus through his word and through his presence. Through this podcast, I'm hoping to help you see the word of God with fresh eyes. To learn to slow down with your Bible. And ultimately, to fall in love with your Bible. So thank you so much for joining me for this journey. I'm so glad to have you here. Today, I am going to talk about starting small. I have talked to a lot of different people over the years who get very discouraged when they are trying to establish the habit of daily Bible reading and prayer. And quite honestly, I was one of those people who got very, very discouraged in the process of trying to get this habit deeply ingrained into my lifestyle. And so this is just going to be a little vote of encouragement for you that if maybe it's been difficult or it doesn't come naturally or it's been inconsistent, it's a vote of confidence that you can do it, stick with the process. When we are incorporating any habit into our lives and we're working on major life changes or life overhauls, it is really easy to become discouraged. New habits are hard, new ways of doing things seem very difficult at times. Changing old ways of thinking and old mindsets is often a long process. I've often realized that the best things in life start off very difficult. Eating healthy doesn't come naturally. We'd all rather eat ice cream cones and Big Macs. It just tastes better. But when you train yourself, you train your appetite. You eventually want healthy food. Exercise I would rather poke my eyeball out than go run a mile. But once I'm into the groove of it, which by the way, I'm not right now, I enjoy it and I feel better after that endorphin high. Saving money does not come naturally to most of us. Some people um, probably that would not apply to. But once you start to see money accruing and building, it becomes easier to save. There's a lot of other examples of that education and many other good things in our lives that don't come easy. Discipline comes with a price tag and it is the same with this habit and so just remember it's going to be a process to get it up and running and also this is a supernatural habit like we talked about in the episode called the battle. Your flesh and the enemy of your soul do not want you to start this habit. It is powerful. The word of God is alive. It is transformative. There is verifiable proof that it will change your life and give you power to overcome addictions and old ways of doing things. And also the presence of God is powerful. It is real. It is able to be encountered. And therefore, again, your flesh and the enemy of your soul do not want you in this habit. And so it's probably going to be a little bit more challenging than even a normal good habit. This is why starting small is very very important don't get discouraged celebrate every small victory if you get up consistently for one week celebrate that up celebrate that victory if you read three verses for a stretch of three or four days celebrate that victory the first thing you need to do is set small attainable goals I was reading a little bit about forming habits that stick, and one of the things that they talked about was goal setting, but also about setting goals for micro habits. So that would be breaking down the overall habit that you want to establish in your life to really, really, really small pieces. For example, if you were gonna start the habit of making your bed, and that's really something you had never done in your lifetime consistently, you would maybe for a week work on putting the pillow on the bed. And you would do that every morning for a week. And then you would add pulling up the sheets. So you would put the pillow on and pull the sheets up every day for a week. And then you would build on that. And the next week you would pull the blankets up. And I know that almost seems oversimplistic, but I do think that in the long run, if you develop one habit and then build another habit on top of it, It will stick long term and the goal of establishing this habit is that you are going to do this every day for the rest of your life to the best of your ability because this is how you walk with God. This is how you get to know God. This is how we develop a relationship with him and so it is very important. And We have to be willing to put a little bit of time and effort into it and realize that this is probably not going to be an overnight habit development this is going to take some time and we are gonna stick with the process and we are gonna continue with this process. So first of all, just set really small, really attainable goals. If you are struggling to get up early and that's something you've decided to do, maybe you would just wanna set your alarm for five minutes earlier than you normally would. If you're struggling to comprehend or read the word of god you just find it boring and you just can't get into it set a goal of reading one or two or three verses every day for a week just very very simplistic if you are struggling to pray maybe you could set an alarm for five or ten minutes and just get yourself in the habit of sitting with jesus again break it down to little micro habits and this is a self-feeding habit once you begin to get into it you will hunger for it you will desire for it more than you do when you're just starting off eventually you will completely hunger for it and completely desire to be in the presence of god secondly you might want to get an accountability partner this could be somebody that has this habit well established and they can reach out to you or you can reach out to them daily and kind of check in and say hey how are you doing Or maybe it's somebody else who doesn't have this habit established very deeply in their lives, and they want accountability as well, and you could both help each other. So again, those are just two little tips. Small incremental goals, micro habits, and two, an accountability partner would help. I do believe that one of the enemy's greatest tactics is to overcomplicate things in our minds, to make them seem so big and so enormous that there's absolutely no way that we could possibly do it. He cripples us from doing anything because we can't do everything. He somehow tells us that we're doing something wrong, we're not doing it enough, we're not doing it like somebody else. But I wanna just challenge you today to make the simple decision that you will read your Bible and pray, that you see value in it, that it might not be Productive, or what you would consider productive right now in this moment. It might not be something that you even really are wanting to do, but that you do see value in it, and you are going to send a signal to the spirit world by just doing it, even if it's small. Let the enemy know that you desire to know Jesus and to walk with him daily. It truly is better to do something little than to do nothing at all. So again, I just wanted to remind you today, if this habit is seeming unrewarding or unfulfilling, just stick with it. If it seems futile, if it seems difficult, don't give up. Just keep making progress. Just as we grow in human relationships and human friendships, we grow in our relationship with Jesus. Most of us would probably say it's very rare that we meet someone and instantly have comfort in that relationship the most comfortable friendships are often the oldest friendships where we can see somebody after a number of years and just pick up where we left off and it's going to be the same you're going to grow in your ability and your comfort level with jesus in your ability to understand his word and your desire for his word again and i've said it several times but just stick with the process start small and you will be amazed at where you are in 5 or 10 or 20 years, this habit will feed itself. Years and years ago, when I was first starting this habit, probably three to six months into me trying to begin, I had a stretch of time, I want to say it was about two weeks where I had not gotten up early, I had not read my Bible and prayed, I had little kids, life was very busy and I was so discouraged and I was battling so much condemnation over this And I remember talking to my friend Amanda, who is a dear old friend, one of those friends where you can just pick back up where you left off. And I was telling her about it, and I was just so beat up. And I remember her response, her response, I'll never forget. She just said, Megan, just pray today. It's no big deal. Like, you didn't. You can't go back and change that. Just do it now. And she so relieved that pressure that I was putting on myself And again, just the condemnation I was facing. And so I want to be Amanda in your life today. If for some reason you've stopped trying or you haven't started or you're just really struggling, just get on the bandwagon. Stay on the bandwagon. Little tiny baby steps. Baby steps is a huge, huge, huge key to developing this habit. Just simply one little baby step and then another little baby step. One little baby step in the Word. One little baby step in prayer. And again, you'll look up yours down the road and see how those small incremental steps helped you develop the most incredible habit and the most incredible relationship of your life. So just keep wearing down that path to his feet. Start little and don't allow the enemy to overwhelm you, tell you that you're not doing it right or that you're not doing it enough. Today, I'm going to read an entry called Small Things, I do want to offer one little disclaimer prior to reading this. Two times I mentioned sermons in here, and I just wanted to say I believe in the power of the preached word. The Bible says that we are saved by the foolishness of preacher. We need preaching in our lives, and we need the voice of a preacher and a pastor. That is how God has so designed it in his word. And so I just wanted to say that because I don't want it to— seem like maybe I'm saying preaching is not important because I completely believe in the power of the preached word of God. And so without any further explanations, this is an unedited entry, Small Things. I want to write about small things, about the fact that doing great things for God and his kingdom is mostly doing small things. Things that may seem frail and insignificant. It is often small kindnesses rendered that may have greater impact on a life than any sermon, book, or number one hit. Daily investments matter. Investments in the Word in the lives of others matter. Victories are won by small increments, one decision, one choice at a time. Jesus said, Whoever will be great among you, let him be your minister. In the kingdom, small is great. For Jesus, service away from the spotlight and eyes of watching crowds means just as much, if not more, than pulpit ministry or scene service. He values small things. His word says, despise not the day of small things. The New Living Translation says, do not despise these small beginnings for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. There are a million thoughts about it that I'd love to chronicle, but time is failing me. He brought small children to him and blessed them. He sees every small sparrow that falls. He gathered small fragments, leftovers, after feeding the 5,000. He bottles small tears. He stores small prayers in golden bowls. He is the creator of the second nucleotides, which are the molecules that make up DNA and of so many other things that would seem to be minutiae. Small never means insignificant. I get to do great things for God when I send a note, make a call, read a chapter to Olivia and Ellis, make Andrew's lunch, or type a bulletin. Great is accomplished when I give a hug or dry a tear. I don't ever have to try to be great, he's got that covered. I've just got to plug this small little branch into him. As the old song says, little is much when God is in it. Small will always matter to Jesus. So again, that was just a little entry called Small Things. And it just felt like that tied in to the concept of starting small, not being discouraged if it's only a three-minute habit or a five-minute habit or a one-verse habit or a three-sentence prayer habit. If you speak three sentences to God in prayer, those prayers go on record in heaven. They are an investment in eternity, and so never underestimate the power of small things Never underestimate the power of little investments and never underestimate the power of being willing to start small. So today, I just wanted to call you to attention, to remind you to be willing to do little things. If you've started and it's been bumpy, stick with it. If you haven't gotten started, start right now, this very day. And I'd like to close with something that my pastor said often when I was growing up. He said, Jesus is never mad at you about the time you don't spend with him. He's just thankful for the time that you do spend with him. So thank you so much for joining me for this journey. I look forward to meeting up with you again next Friday. If you have questions or to download a typed or handwritten transcript of today's entry, you can visit MegUnedited.com. For now, go grab your journal and your Bible. I look forward to the power of this habit in your life. This is unedited. This is for you. Happy Friday.